could DK Metcalf be had for an affordable price for the Arizona Cardinals? And it's a huge mock draft Monday. Two segments, two different looks at what the Cardinals 2022 draft could look like. Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Here we go. You are Locked On Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into a Monday version of Locked on Cardinals. I'm your host, Alex Clancy. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. You can check me out Thursdays on Locked on NFL Thursday. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day, free and available on all platforms. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online, as you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before, Bet Online, where the game starts. So I tweeted out. I don't know, mid last season, I believe right around when Russell Wilson got hurt, that the Seattle Seahawks would trade Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf and would get four first round picks for them combined. Half of that is true. The easy part of that tweet has come true already. Now, DK Metcalf, uh, there were a couple reports that said that the Seahawks weren't looking to trade him, but that doesn't mean that he wouldn't be traded if the right price were brought upon. And you know, it, it makes you think, like, should the Cardinals look at draft or look at trading for DK Metcalf? And obviously, DK Metcalf is looked to be as one of the rising stars in the NFL. Obviously, the Arizona Cardinals passed on him. Like, imagine as much flack as I as I give Steve Kime, everything would have been forgotten if. In that draft, he could have flipped Josh Rosen for a second-round pick to Miami. If that second-round pick turned into DK Metcalf, that would go down as the most lopsided trade in NFL history, maybe save Herschel Walker and the Ricky Williams draft day trade for 38 picks from New Orleans to, to move up to draft them. It could have been great. And now we find ourselves in a situation where Andy Isabella was drafted, DK Metcalf. He's not going to, I don't, in my opinion, he's not going to get an extension. He's going to force his way out of Seattle because they're going to be a dumpster fire unless they can somehow figure out to draft the quarterback this year. And I don't know, make, you know, turn, turn that quarterback into the next Russell Wilson. I feel like it's going to be a long, dark summer and winter for, for the Seahawks organization. Uh, and if they could get a first and a third for DK, why not do it? Now, it pivoted to the question, should the Cardinals trade that much for him? No. I mean, they're not in a situation to do it. They've The the moves that have been made up to this point have not been good enough in the draft for the Cardinals to even warrant this consideration for DK Metcalf. The Cardinals have not put themselves in a situation to be able to do things like this because what they need is depth. What They don't even have 22 starters right now. And we're, you know, three weeks in to free agency. And, and I, you know, I see a lot of people on Twitter saying, oh, you know what? It's still early. Steve Kime does this. He waits for bargains and, you know, he signs people later. Just because people are getting a lot of money early on doesn't mean that it's the right move and it's the frenzy in the beginning. Look around the NFL and look at the Cardinals and tell me that there's still time. 
there needs to be some sort of urgency, and there hasn't been. So when people ask, well, DK Metcalf, he'd be great with Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. Are you kidding me? I agree. And the Cardinals haven't set them up, set themselves up in a position to be able to facilitate that kind of trade. Because if they were to give a first rounder this year, like if it was a first rounder and like a fifth for DK Metcalf, sure. Okay. Like let's not live in la la land here, but with what's with what big name receivers have been traded for now, the going the going rate is going to be a lot higher than what the Cardinals are going to able be able to afford. If you offer them a first this year and a third next year, maybe. But he's going to command like DeAndre Hopkins money, and that's not something that the Cardinals are going to be able to like, even if. It was just a first and a fifth. And somehow, I don't know, you know, uh, Steve Kime called John Schneider. He was like, hey, can I have uh, half off the uh, draft price, please? The draft pick price, please? He says, yes. After this contract is up, they're going to have to make way for another $20 million a year wide receiver. And that's not feasible salary cap wise, even though the salary cap is going to balloon next season. I understand all the reasons why it'd be a great addition to the organization for him wearing 14 and 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 lining up alongside DeAndre Hopkins. I get the fairy tale idea of this. It's not feasible because the Cardinals don't have enough draft stock to fill all the holes that they need already. So it would be fantastic and it ain't going to happen. Mock drafts are abound now. You know, we're getting into like the almost double digit mock draft weeks and I'm still in the camp that it's got to be an offensive lineman at 23 overall. It's boring. I know. This is the culmination of the last handful of drafts not going the way that they were planned to go or that Steve Kime thought they were going to go. I don't know. I know how deep the wide receiver how I know how deep this draft is for wide receivers. And I know that 23 is traditionally a perfect spot to spring for a wide receiver. I get all of that. And it would be detrimental to the Cardinals if they did it. Because, say it with me now, they haven't eaten their vegetables yet. Nothing's changed. Pro Football Focus disagrees with me, and I'm okay with it. They just came out with their two-round mock draft. And I'll give you my mock draft in the third segment, per usual. Alex Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. Listen, so we've got a new sponsor over the last month or so. Athletic Greens, okay? Well, it's AG1, all right? AG1, so for me, I'm not like, I don't take 12 vitamins in the morning. I'm eating Bilt Bars, and I'm now taking Athletic Greens, Okay? It's for the layman like me, it's a scoop of powder in a cup, cup of water, shake, 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 Yahtzee. That's pretty much the extent of, of what you need to do to ingest everything that's good for you. 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, uh, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Scoop, cup, water, shake, shake, drink. Let me run out some of these health facts for you. It's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat ke uh, ke uh, keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. 
Contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, while still tasting good. So you still with me? Supports better sleep quality and recovery. Supports mental clarity and alert alertness. It's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. It costs you less than $3 a day. My coffee is $4.92. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I do it twice a week. I don't care. This is less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. I do iced coffee. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. It's, I mean, it, they couldn't make it more easy for you to streamline all the important things you need for your body every morning. Again, powder, water, cup, shake, drink. Athletic Greens is going to give you one to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash NFL network. Again, that's athleticgreen.com backslash NFL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. You need insurance on your sports wagering? People to help you. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all the betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters Championship odds, podcasts, and reviews for all the different leagues this season. BetOnline is your continued source for all the sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you to everybody who makes Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. Make your second listen, Locked On NFL. Monday through Friday, baby. I do mine on Thursdays. Talk national news. 30 minutes. Bing, bang, boom. Free and available on all platforms. It's a kind of a heavier mock draft Monday today than normal. Pro Football Focus put out their two-round mock draft. And the interesting part about this is it doesn't go to planogram that I've been preaching Zion Johnson at 23 overall. It's weird. Zion Johnson is sometimes going in the mid-teens. He's sometimes dropping until the early second round in mock drafts. So what does that average out to? The Arizona Cardinals at 23. Um, there is a standout corner or two. Mr. Sauce, and then there's this dude, Kier Elam from Florida. I'm going to be doing a crossover with Brandon Olson from Locked on Gators uh, in the next week or so to dive deeper into the prospects that are going to be coming out of the swamp out there in Florida. Um, Pro Football Focus has the Arizona Cardinals taking cornerback Kier Elam out of Florida. Um, he's a physical guy, okay? Uh, he, the downside to him is penalties because of how physical he is. Uh, we heard this about J.C. Horn um, last year, and he went top nine or wherever he went. I think that this would be a home run for the Cardinals. I don't see Kier Elam dropping this far, but that's what mock drafts are about. Um, I, I would take this in a heartbeat. And you know what I do? And I talked about this last week. Whoever the Cardinals drafted 23 overall, there needs to be a veteran signed in free agency at the same position. The Cardinals need to develop a strength. And I don't know what it was last year, aside from maybe the safety room, running back room probably, but the Cardinals don't have a strength right now. Chandler Jones is gone. Their cornerback room is not great. Their wide receiver room is not great. Their running back room is fine, but it's incomplete. They need to sign or draft a, a running back. And their offensive line is good, but it's not great. There's no depth on the offensive line still. Josh Jones has proven that he's not there yet. You hope that he gets there, but he's not there yet. 
Um, Will Hernandez, one-year guy drafted in 2018 out of UTEP. Okay, like I don't – that's a Steve kind of special signing. I, there's not a whole lot of trust outside of Rodney Hudson and DJ Humphreys and Kelvin Beecham. There needs to be more than just the skeleton of the left and right tackles and the and the spine in the middle of Rodney Hudson. So if you're going to draft, if you're going to draft uh, Kier Elam at 23, it's got to be a Stephon Gilmore. It's got to be a corner that you can pair with him and Byron Murphy to show a, to show more improvement than just putting a bandaid over cracks in a specific room. The, the cornerback and secondary room together would be a strength if the Cardinals went that way. So the, the Pro Football Focus has the Cardinals taking Kier Elam, cornerback, out of uh, Florida at 23 overall. And again, like I'm that's that's something that it's not a linebacker, <laughs> and it's something that um that fills a need, and that's what the Cardinals need to do during the draft this year. Play the hits, eat your vegetables, fill out this roster with young, talented, inexpensive talent. Now, at 55, Pro Football Focus has the Cardinals taking Kinsley and, and Gabra. I'm never going to be able to pronounce his last name right. I've tried this multiple times. Edge rusher out of South Carolina. Okay, this dude is the reason why I'm on board with this too. I'm saying edge rusher is it has been huge as well. I kind of I've always targeted um, an edge rusher in the third round, but a dude from the SEC, he's got a 92.5 pass rush grade. That's what the Cardinals need. That's a hole filled. It's a hole filled. Cornerback, edge rusher, holes filled. I'm on board with this, even though it's not the exact uh, to spec what I've been saying with my mock drafts. I mean, if those are the first two picks for the Cardinals in the first two rounds, that's a home run for Steve Kime. Now, obviously, you're going to have to complement it with some free agent signings. It's going to be a running back and a wide receiver because you're going defense-defense, and I have no problem going defense-defense. I have no problem with that. Because the Cardinals need depth on defense. The NFC West is tough. They're playing the AFC West this year. I mean, it's going to be a murderer's row of just high-powered offenses. And the Cardinals defense is going to need to stack up and hold up throughout a 17-game season. So I'm fully on board with what Pro Football Focus projects the Cardinals to take in their most recent mock draft. Now, my mock draft is coming up next. Um, I kind of stuck... With what I've been doing, but there's a really, really fun name in the second round that I took. I think he's going to be gone. I People are saying that he's the best at his position in the draft. Marcus Mosher, uh, etc. People that I trust say this guy is going to be an absolute world beater at the next level. And I snagged him with my second round pick. I'll talk about that next. And you know, I feel pretty good about it. This might be my best mock draft yet. Bilt Bar is my best choice for what to eat in the morning. Bill Barr has, like the numbers, we talk about the numbers every single time I talk about this. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, 17 grams of protein. Okay, That's, you know, all the protein compared to what a candy bar is. It's got half the calories, like a fifth of the sugar, and a bunch, a bunch less net carbs. And, you know, they're good for you. They got amazing flavors. They're covered in chocolate. They're like three or four bites. They taste good. 
it's not like you're eating something that's that's like the side of a wall or, or you know a tree. Built Bar has got you covered, and they've got these puffs. They're protein-infused marshmallow, again, chocolate-covered, and they're good for you, okay? Coconut, coconut, almond, mint brownie, white chocolate cookies and cream. I mean, it's really a no-brainer at this point. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Okay, so... I'm Alex Clancy. Follow me on Twitter, Clancy's Corner. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, thank you to everybody, again, who makes Lockdown Cardinals your first listen every day. Uh, this is really fun. We're starting to ramp up here. It's been quiet. It's been boring this offseason regarding moves made by the Cardinals. And there is a huge upswell of people that think that this roster is better than it's getting credit for. I'm not sure I agree with that yet. There are... This reminds me of like the 2017 roster and the 2019 roster. Supremely top heavy, extremely top heavy. And what we saw last year with a filled out roster that if DeAndre Hopkins goes down, even though, you know, he's top three receiver in the league. Like I understand it's not, not all injuries are created equal, but if you lose JJ Watt, DeAndre Hopkins, this roster just craters and Marco Wilson gets hurt fourth round pick. Then the cornerback room like craters, I, you know, the Cardinals aren't there yet. And what we're staring down once again is Steve Kime having to have an immaculate draft for this roster to be better than it was last year if no other moves are made. And it seems like the Cardinals are content with the roster they're about to roll out. And yes, there's plenty of time left. We've been saying that for three weeks, 21 days. Teams have completely revamped their roster. Winning teams from last year have revamped their roster, made moves to make themselves better. And Steve Kimes seems to be sitting on his hands. Brought back Zach Ertz. Brought back James Conner. Signed Jeff Gladney. Signed Will Hernandez. Okay. All right. There needs to be more. Now, if there isn't more, I feel like the mock draft that I put together today will help the Cardinals immediately. So 23 overall, I stayed with the uh, interior offensive line. I took Kenyon Green out of Texas A&M. Now, the reason why I took Kenyon Green out of Texas A&M here, there were a couple uh, interior offensive linemen available was he played multiple positions in college. That is a very, very important trait to have for an offensive lineman. He didn't play center, but I think Rodney Hudson's got that covered. With all of the makeshift offensive lines due to injury and performance last year, having a guy that can play multiple positions could be paramount at 23 overall for the Cardinals. Now, this is the guy at 55 that... People so much smarter than me, especially regarding you know draft stock and projection for, for NFL performance. Brees Hall is RB1 in many of their books. Brees Hall out of Iowa State is number one in many of their books, including Marcus Musher, um, who uh, does uh, great draft work, and uh, he's the locked-on Cowboys host. If the Cardinals can draft a running back in the second round, after taking a severe position of need in the first round, whether it be offensive line or corner uh, Keir Elam that that uh, Pro Football Focus had the Cardinals taken at 23, you could take a running back to complement James Conner and have James Conner be a 50-50 split back. That's a win. And the reason why, again, James Conner being 50-50 split back, regardless of how much money they gave him, 
You want him for 17 games. You don't want him to touch the ball 25 to 30 times for the first eight weeks of the season and then get injured. Because that's what we were talking about all last year. He's a 20-touch guy. That's the most that he can get to withstand the rigors of the NFL season. Once he was getting 25, 26, 27 a game with Chase Edmonds out, and they they needed it because their offense was sputtering. So what happens? Now you can draft a guy who could be a second or third, you know, two or three down back. And if you told me that the that the strengths of this organization were defense and running the ball next year, I'd be cool with that. Regardless of who the quarterback is, regardless of everything else, through the history of time, teams that run the ball and play defense win Super Bowls. Sure, it was about Tom Brady, absolutely, in New England. It was also about LeGarrette Blunt the last handful of years, and then he went to Philly. LeGarrette Blunt. if you can run the ball when you're up 10 points with seven minutes left and bleed clock and put points on the board, you're going to win a lot of games. And if the Cardinals draft a running back in the second round, have him and James Conner and Kyler Murray in the backfield, the Cardinals could win a lot of games. It doesn't have to be air raid passing the ball for the Cardinals to win. And then third round, I took uh, Nick Benito. I've, I've, this has kind of been – I've seen him going as high as mid-second round. Uh, I feel like right here you have an edge rusher, you have a running back who can make an impact day one, and you have a very versatile offensive lineman who can move around whether it be injuries or performance-based, and have the Cardinals be in a really good spot going into the 2022 season. Now, sure, there's going to be plenty of moves left, you'd think, um, with uh, free agency. Who knows? Who knows what Steve Kime has up his sleeve? I just hope he has a sleeve to have something up in, you know, for lack of a better phrase. You can follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On Easy Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Now, make Locked On NFL Draft, your second listen. Ryan Tracy and Eric Crocker do a great job. They've got a new mock draft out today. Um, 30 minutes, everything you need to know about the draft, free and available on all platforms. Alex Clancy, I'll talk to you tomorrow.